0: Welcome to TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020. I'm Michael Landsberg, and we begin with Sweden versus Slovakia, live from Saint Petersburg Stadium. Here are Connor McNamara and Clinton Morrison.
1: Enjoy. To make a three from midfield, um, I can see him playing ahead of the two centre halves. To be honest, I think it's going to be rush I break them down, and uh, but we know Finland have got a terrific spirit about themselves. Um, three points in the bag, and. Uh, you've got to think Conor if Finland win today they're the first team to qualify for the next round incredible isn't it in what is their first visit
0: not just to a Euros but to any major tournament both teams are wearing different colors than they did for their opening games Finland in whites with an eye-catching navy cross on the shoulder and the Russians are in their traditional home strip all in red for this early kickoff in Saint Petersburg the Finnish players wore white t-shirts in the warm-up With the words get well christian on it a message to the inter Milan danish player we are about to get underway group b 2 p.m kickoff uk time this is euro 2020 on bbc radio 5 live you can watch us in sync with the television pictures on the bbc iplayer and indeed on the bbc sport website as we get underway russia playing from left to right as we look down in a pitch that is increasingly covered in shade Very tall structure, the St. Petersburg Stadium, which was finally built. Millions over budget, years late, but it's such an impressive stadium now that they finally got it done. And the futuristic roof of it, giving all sorts of zigzag designs of shadow on the pitch as Russia come on the attack for the first time in the game. And it was... Doyev who was slipping as he tried to shoot on the edge of the penalty area but he very nearly got a shot away and Finland are able to force it out for the first corner of the match Russia Chris Waddle starting here on the front foot
1: Yes, definitely, they've come up the blocks very, very quick it looks like they are playing three at the back but they're pushed on very high the two wing backs have gone really high and weighed and it's about the tempo, Russia
0: Busy penalty area awaits this first set piece of the game, Artem Zuba, an obvious target as Golovin sends in the delivery, and it's headed away by Ariuri, who has taken over the captain's armband in the absence of Tim Sparv for Finland. So, the teams Vedetsky is the goalkeeper by a Leverkusen player, one of the most high profile players in the Finnish squad. They've got three central defenders, uh, Toivio. Ariyuri and Daniel Oshoklisi, the player with an Irish name because his father's from Galway, but he's lived all his life in Finland, Finnish mother, and he's making his 13th appearance for his country today. The wingbacks, Reitela and Udronin, within the middle, Glenn Kamara, who's been tied such a great season with Rangers in Scotland, and Rasmus Schuler, then Robin Lode pushes forward the guy who plays in the MLS with Minnesota United and he'll try and get in support of the front two Temu Pukki we know all about him from Norwich 30 international goals in the past and Joel Paulo, who scored the winner against Denmark at the weekend the Russian team Matt Vais, Safonov the Krasnodar goalkeeper making his first appearance of the tournament then Mario Fernandes the Brazilian born right wing back they've got Daila Kujaev on the left hand side Uh, Divaev and Jikeya are the two central defenders in the middle Ozjoyo Barinov, Zodnin in the midfield Golovin, Moranchuk, and in support of Artem Juba who scored just one international goal fewer than Temu Pukki he's on 29 international goals 14 of them have come in his last 17 competitive internationals he's the man that Finland have to try and stop it is a goal kick for the Russians away to our left-hand side Safonov, who was uncapped when this squad was originally named, so this is really thrown into the deep end for him. Problem for Russia is that they had one very experienced goalkeeper for years and years. They've given it away here. Cross on the right-hand side. In towards Paul Pano! He's done it again! Joel Poya-Paolo puts Finland ahead. And it's one of the quickest goals, not just of this European Championships, but of any. We've only played two and a half minutes. Finland, this wonderful journey there on continues. They lead
1: Russia by a goal to nil. It's an excellent header. It is a brilliant header, by the way, Connor. What a ball in as well. Um, you, there's three red shirts around him, I think. By the time the ball goes away, it's a sloppy play by Russia. Waiting for the ball. Quick interception, early cross. Two, two red shirts around him, and he still gets up above them. And it's a header into the bottom goal. The keeper thinks, Shall I come for it? Should I not? He hesitates, and it's a great header. Bottom corner. What a start for Finland. It's a super cross by Raitala from the right-hand side.
0: It's a similar goal to the Czech Republic's opener against Scotland. That kind of ambitious, strong header making it his more than anyone. The VAR are looking at it just to make sure that everything is okay. But Finland are hoping that they have taken the lead here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on. Give it. It's not, not it. going to count. What's happening here, Chris Offside? He,
1: offside is he cross? Well, he, yes, he is. He's just offside. Oof. I mean, it's close, but you've got to say, the way the rules are now with VAR, that is offside. Um, what disappointment for Finland. What a start that would have been for them.
0: So a goal disallowed after two and a half minutes. And Joel Powan Polo, who has scored all of Finland's last three goals before today that they've scored. He thought he had just grabbed another one, brilliant headers, who say excellent cross, but he is marginally offside, and the video assistant referee steps in, and to be fair made a quick decision, and it remains nil-nil. Now can Russia get a little bit of a boost from that, they come forward with Kuzayev down the left-hand side, he's got Zhikayev up from centre-half. Operating as the left of the three central defenders, but midway inside the Finland half of the moment. Zobnin, who started the game against Belgium as a right winger, but now playing centrally for this game. Mario Fernandes on the right-hand side, giving it short back to Barinov. Decent ball into the Finland penalty area, but Toivio is there on the edge of the D. Unable to clear it away and Russia retreats back into their own half again so we almost had a very very fast goal there by the way the quickest ever goal of the Euros was scored by Russia at Dmitry Kirichenko against Greece in 2004 that was up to just one minute and seven seconds here nil-nil but action
1: already yeah it's a good game good tempo about it um, as we expected sit on the 18-yard line a lane of five three in front and they work Oh, that's a good ball in ball in towards Juba gets his head to it it's put
0: back across the goal by Moranchuk and it's cleared away as the Finnish defence get it to Glenn Kamara who's done well to keep it in play on the left hand side now he's got a sprint up against Uzjoyev, and uzjoyev has got the muscle to force Glenn Kamara off the ball and re- uh, Russia regain possession inside the own yeah you now. can
1: see already that's how they're going to set up listen counter attack I mean that worked perfectly for them the goal is, which was disallowed but if you look at Russia, they are very attack-minded today. Uh, Baranov is actually playing right of a three, with DB and uh, the, the three, uh, two, two wing backs pushed really high. And there's going to be a lot of gaps. If Finland can use the ball well on the counter attack, they could get a lot of chances because Russia are just playing everybody forward. Yeah, we know from Norwich City what a good counter attacker
0: Tebo is. Ninety third cap for him today. Finland thought they had the perfect start here, but that early goal disallowed. It is still nil-nil. Five live from the BBC. We'll bring you Turkey against Wales from five o'clock, and then later on this evening, the Italians, who were one of the more impressive teams in their opening game of the tournament, they are back in action again. They take on Switzerland. That is the eight o'clock uh, game this evening
1: here on Five Live from the BBC. You can see already, Russia are anxious. They are trying to force it, and it's early in the game. They're trying to have a really high tempo they're trying to get the ball back Finland as quick as they can at the minute Finland are full of confidence and really enjoying this tournament they're just relaxed they're passing the ball there's no pressure on them at all you can see that when you look at Russia they give giving silly free kicks away throwing a lot of bodies forward which I can see Finland exploding
0: so close up on our monitors of Shuin the goalkeeper who started on Saturday and he's on the bench today, I was just going to say in the, the build-up to the goal, the problem for Russia, they had Igor Akinfeyev, who for over a decade was first-choice keeper, only recently retired, and they have no experience backup. there was nobody really created
1: to be his successor No, there's not, and uh, this is what happens, you know, with, with teams and uh, some teams will, I mean, we're getting a little, really look at the VAR incident, aren't we? Um, And ears off offside, there's no doubt about that, but it's very close um, but yeah, teams simply produce Players and is like the conveyor belt a lot of countries have one good tournament and you don't see them for two, uh, two or three tournaments.
0: Point of uh, housekeeping on that, by the way, at these Euros, Chris, that we don't see the VAR lines being drawn, we see the final yeah. image afterwards. You think that's something the Premier League should bring in for next season? Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. It, it just seems less stressful somehow just to see the final result. You know, you never want to see how sausages are made. You know, just just serve them up and eat them. And I could you don't want any that, further I, you I used to make them. <laughs> Did you?
1: Well, I was in the seasoning factory, didn't I? So we, we, we used to supply the the basically the stuff that went in the sausages. Right. Well, that is a whole documentary. But I'm not really going so to go into that. By we way. will
0: not go into that right now. The less said from sausage maker Waddle, the better. <laughs> 5 Live for the BBC, Finland ill Russia ill. if you're just joining our coverage, Finland with an early goal that's been disallowed, warm temperatures in excess of 20 degrees in St. Petersburg, the forecast is for it to get warmer as the afternoon progresses, it's been a feature of this tournament, most of the games have been played in warm weather and we have seen a lot of late goals in games as defences tire and mistakes are made, Russia in red on the halfway line with Igor Divev, Short to the right-hand side to Uzjoiev, Uzjoyev, who plays with Zenit St. Petersburg. They won the Russian title this past season. They've been held up here on the halfway line. Good surge by Kamara and he almost won the ball back for Finland. But here comes Alexey Moranchuk, who's one of more, the more creative players. In front of Golovin. to the end of the penalty area. Does a step over, but it's actually put him a little bit wide. Now it's back into Moranchuk. Excellent first touch. So selfish. Oh, it should have been a goal. Uzjoyev has skied it. 8 yards out, brilliantly teed up by Moranchuk. it should be 1-0 to Russia, what a miss. Yeah,
1: great bit of play, at a high tempo as well, Finland were really closing them down, rushing them, and eventually it comes to them in the box, and it's a, it's a kind of great layoff, and at least hit the target. He scored four international goals
0: in the past, Magomed, is joyous. he should have scored there, a let-off for Finland, and evidence that Russia are more comfortable in the game now they looked very good in setting up that chance both Golovin and Muranchuk involved they've been brought into play together for this game and it looks like it could be a good tactical decision here come Finland Rytela on the right hand side it was his cross that set up po and Paolo for the goal that was disallowed Kamara plays it out to the left wing here and Jere Uronin who plays in Belgium with Genk forward towards Kamara who stretches on the edge of the pedal area, tried to lay off a pass but he was falling to the ground as he did so and it's not a good distribution and Russia will pick it up and try to clear away but Mario Fernandes puts the ball out of place so Kamara can receive some treatment. Well, it's
1: a good open game isn't it? I would say the first game is always difficult and it's a foul up, um, it is a uh, first game's always awkward, you don't want to lose it. Finland obviously got the three points and um, Russia got hammered so uh, it's making the game very very interesting now. 0-0, in St Petersburg. First of
0: three commentaries today on Five Live. Jikaiov midway inside his own half onto Jikaiu. Finland happy to retreat and
1: allow Russia come on to them. It's strange, Connor. They're playing wing backs, um, Russia. Yet they've not got the ball weighted at all. When you've got a six-foot-five centre forward in the middle, it nearly crosses, and they haven't put one ball in the box yet. Here come the Russians once
0: again. Juba waiting in around the penalty area. joya who plays that chance over, plays it in low to the feet of Juba. tries the little back heel. He wanted to tee it up for Moranchuk, but didn't get a firm connection. Moranchuk was offside anyway, and
1: it's going to be a free kick to Finland. Juba coming, he did, he's just come off from an offside position. Tried a little flick, didn't he? But uh, he needs a bit better service. Um, he's, not, he's been starved at this tournament so far. And as I said, the playing wing backs, get the ball wide, move it quick. And it needs crosses in there, because they will dominate if we put it in there. But uh, they don't get down the, the high enough off the field to cross it. That's the voice of Chris Waddle for England International, who, as we mentioned in the build-up,
0: scored a winning goal for England against Russia with the old USSR back in. 1986 good finish too Chris I looked it up on the internet there while you yeah, were talking about bad, it very nice bad, yeah, yeah. that one yeah <laughs> that's good to remember less said about the haircut the better mind well, you yeah, 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 it yeah. was acceptable in the 80s You got away with those things back then as went with them Russian hats at the time <laughs> <laughs> Zobnin has picked up possession for Russia here on to Moranchuk who's having a very good start to the game to the feet of Juba he's been allowed to turn he's hit the post right footed shot he took his time he's he off, tried sorry. to place it the flag is raised, yes. one of those belated offside uh, flags, but Russia playing the better stuff at the moment.
1: Yep, yeah, they're knocking on the door. Uh, he is offside, but why don't they just put the flag up? I know they've been told to leave it, and if it's a in proper the incident, they'll look at it on bar, but you could see clearly there the Lansbury could have to stuck his flag up. So, 0 0 it remains.
0: Russia have hit the woodwork at one end, Finland have had a goal disallowed at the other. And this game which has grown in importance after events over the opening weekend of the tournament it's the second match for both finland and russia both still with a chance of progressing to the knockout stages both still with a chance of being eliminated and the outcome of this game is going to have a very huge say on matters and of course the other two teams in the group play tomorrow, here come Finland, into the penalty area, Bowen Paolo, he's done well to turn, but then a fresh air shot, he swiveled perfectly, but I think that took everything out of him, he had lost his his balance and his coordination, he swung his right boot at it, and he completely missed the ball, as counter counterattacks down the other end, the fast-paced nature of this game continues, Raitala tackles him, and the ball goes out of play, For a Russian throw, another good chance, though. For Pauly, there's
1: nothing worse as a footballer when you're You're standing foot, hits the ball away before you kick it. It looks embarrassing, doesn't it? And uh, it's three off the tee, isn't it? So, um, who gets into good positions, though, Chris, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he's, he's a threat. Him and Puki are a threat. And as I say, Russia are throwing everything forward. And if Finland use the ball well, they're going to create a lot of chances. Baranov plays it forward for Russia. A locomotive Moscow player, Moranchuk's
0: involved again, and he's unlucky there. His pass goes behind Kujaev, who was up from left wing-back. He just set off at a sprint as Moranchuk played the ball. Moranchuk was trying to play it to feet. The wing-back wanted it to roll ahead of him. We're getting to see a replay of Bowen Paolo's latest attempt at exactly that, Chris. he's standing leg tackles himself there. He nudges it out of the path of his swinging right-book. He had pulled the trigger already. Uh, but had it not been for that little interception of his own standing leg What an opportunity for Finland to take the lead. Nil, nil it remains for now We've played quarter of an hour. Finland yet to get Tebu Puki into the match. For No, he's
1: been very quiet hasn't he? Very very quiet. Um, it's a good game though. There's a good tempo about it and uh, It's a massive result for both countries, so it, it, we can see why they're both going for it. Finland coach Marku.
0: Kenerva, very much a company man of the Finnish FA. He's worked his way up, a little bit like Garrett Southgate, being in charge of the under-21s. He was assistant of the senior team for a while, now the head coach. He had good success with the underage teams in the past to the former teacher, Maku Does Finland have possession. Gonna Toyu plays in Sweden with Haken. He used to play under Olakota Solja with Molder, but he's given the ball away here, and Zuba then in turn gives it away and returns it to Finland on the edge of their penalty area. who won the Norwegian Cup under Olakota at Molder back in 2013, Foul by Pukki. Pukki. Yeah, he's lucky there as well.
1: And a free kick to Russia. He's caught him, and uh, the referees had a quiet word with him, but he could easily got a yellow for that. Free kick is bang on
0: the halfway line. Russia wearing all red, playing from left to right in the searing sunshine in St. Petersburg. Much of the pitch though covered in the shadow of the stands. As Chikaya picks out a pass low along the halfway line to Uzjoyev. On the right hand side Uzjoyev who had a tough upbringing, born in the Chechenian capital of Grozny. His family had to flee there during the Chechenian war gonna throw in down the right hand side which Moranchuk takes quickly back to Dmitry Barinov before this tournament he'd only ever made one start for Russia he's now begun the first two games in a row at this tournament little Barinov the number eight with a shaven head challenged by Moranchuk he's done well there to hold off Rasmus Schuler, Schuler who's in the team today in the absence of the injured captain Tim Sparv. Russia play a high ball into the penalty area Zuba wins the flick on header however it doesn't come back to him and Finland think they've cleared it away, but the clearance goes straight up into the air. Robin Lode does well to win it. The Minnesota United player, and it's up towards Poem Paulo, But it breaks down for Finland, and then they immediately win it back again. Camera fouled, I thought, by Zobnin. Play answers says the referee. Finland still have possession. Up to... Poyan Paolo, he's got Puki ahead of him, that's a decent ball over the top, Puki's after it, but out comes the goalkeeper,
1: Safonov
0: heading the ball outside his penalty area, good sweeper-keeper from the Russian
1: stopper. That was very good, he read that really well, Puki had the legs on him, didn't he, he was in, but the uh, keeper spots it, played off high off his lane, comes away and heads it, but uh, yeah, Russia's leaving a lot of gaps at the back, but uh, again, they're not really putting the ball in the box enough. 18 minutes played.
0: A reminder that we're live inside Wembley for England against Scotland on Friday. The uh, kickoff is at 8 o'clock. We'll be building up all the way from 5 Live Breakfast from 6 a.m. with Nikki and Rachel. You can keep up to date with all the news from the camp on the Daily Euros podcast, which is released every day of the tournament. Plenty content in there from the England camp, the Wales camp, the Scotland camp as well as Barinov comes forward for Russia and they increasingly are playing the ball right down in that final third that Finland are defending, Cross from the right hand side by Fernandes easily dealt with Auri jumps, oh he's made a mistake there, Chubis nearly in and now is very fortunate, the ball comes back to him and he's able to clear for the second time and the stand-in captain for Finland nearly put them in trouble yeah, there
1: Well, another glorious chance by their own making wasn't it Finland? lack of communication ran into each other but they're lucky they got it away so Russia banging on the door for an opening goal
0: early finish strike ruled out after an excellent header from Pojan Paolo Finland give it away again this time it's Zobnin who collects and he's got a bit of room to run into here bearing down on the Finland penalty area eventually Schuler comes and stands in front of him but it's uh, still Zobnin high ball in just too high for the arriving Busjoyov who's making good runs on that right hand side, Mario Fernandes into the penalty area, unable to get a final touch on it, it was Golovin's cross and Fernandes, the Brazilian ball player who I mentioned on Saturday in the commentary of the Belgium game, he as a youngster was called up by Brazil and he turned down that call up, which I would imagine not many Brazilians do and here he is now playing for, for Russia as he has done for the past few years. Well,
1: if you look at the game so far, you'd say Russia look more likely to score. I know Finn put the ball in the net, We're very unfortunate, just offside. But they do carry a threat for them, but Russia for me are the team. There's a chance. And Pirouin
0: panels it again, and it's a really good tackle. Diweyev sliding into the penalty area. But Yoel Poenpao, the scorer of the winner against Denmark. He keeps popping up in dangerous positions. He's played into the penalty
1: area there. Good challenge by Deverev. Well, I can't control him at the minute. I think more tensions on Puki, but uh, he's getting all the joy. And uh, But uh, Russia are very suspect at the back. We can see that already. Uh, look already right going forward. Uh, they've had a lot of ball Russia, but Finland just carry that threat.
0: Good celebration there for the, the challenge. The foot of the goalkeeper coming out and chest bumping Deveev a little bit like how Chiellini celebrated that late tackle in the Italy's uh, turkey game at the start of the tournament they'd love a clean sheet here Kamara flunks in from the right hand side under pressure was Chikaya at the far post but his presence was enough to put off Toivio and Toivio on his 75th cap up for the set piece can't get his header on target
1: no, with training ground corner, wasn't it short, Try to work an angle to get a better delivery in, and sometimes people fall asleep when the ball comes in, when you're marking, so, uh, but heads it well away, but uh, yeah, Finland just do carry this threat, every time they pick the ball up off Russia.
0: we Russia have had over 70% of the position so far, and yet, no attempt on target so far, they've come close, they've hit the post, they've blazed one over, we have yet to produce a shot that is needed to be saved by
1: Lucas Redešky in the Finland goal. I think the referee's got we're he's delay. This wrong. is hurt. I think the fellow was actually on Kamara, but he's left his foot there, and uh, his studs have got into his ankle, so he's actually booked him.
0: Well, yellow card for the Rangers midfielder Glen Kamara. Went through the whole season unbeaten at Rangers. He has been ever-present in recent times for Finland. Started all 10 qualifiers started all the nations league games back uh, before christmas this year started all of the world cup qualifiers in the new year a very important part of the finland midfield but now he's got to be careful on that yellow card we saw the uh, red card uh, for poland the day before last and those, those yellow cards early in the game can come back to haunt you here is barinov 10 yards inside the finland half turns rolls it back to Davydov, Davydov, who didn't play in any of the qualifiers for Russia, only made his international debut earlier on this season. Big, tall, burly central defender as Guardine breaks into the penalty area now for Russia. Wide on the left-hand side, he's done well to turn. The cross is too high for Zuba. Up goes Mario Fernandez. He does get ahead of to it, and he's landed really awkwardly there. He's landed flat to his back, and I think he's going to need a little bit of treatment there, Mario Fernandez. He flung his body at the ball. And colliding in the air with an opponent, that is a heavy fall. And in the end, Finland relieved that the header went off target.
1: It's an awkward fall, you're right, Connor. there. You were just seeing the replay, and it's a great leap to head it down. Zuba, for me, he's got to do a lot better. He's tried to bring it down. I don't know if he could have hit it with the outside of his right foot, or oh, swung his left at it, but uh, it's another decent chance. can
0: felt that maybe his player had been fouled in the air as he jumped for that. It's basically opposite of a belly flop he's just gone flat down on his back and you can see him, he, he pretty much bounced on the floor it was such a flat hit and they're getting out the magic spray yeah but oh, they're spraying spray his shirt yeah. <laughs> Very cool. how does that work he's <laughs> actually spraying his shirt they're spraying the outside of the shirt well in russia they've all kinds of magic sprays well, Chris. that I is mean, amazing, amazing that
1: do. one isn't that magic sponge, magic spray that
0: <laughs> So. He's lying flat on his back, Is Mary Fernandez, So I think we're going to have a little bit of a, a break in play here while uh, treatment continues for him. I mean, he might have hurt his shoulder or all sorts there. It was a very, very heavy fall. The latest of what's been a long stream of chances for Russia. However, all of them have been off target. We have got coming up later on uh, the big Wales game at five o'clock. Taking on Turkey in Baku. What a noise that is going to be coverage once this live game is over in st petersburg and five live and later on tonight italy against switzerland should be a very good listen eight o'clock here on five live it all continues tomorrow ukraine against north macedonia in group c we'll be commentating on the denmark against belgium game in group b that's a five o'clock kickoff uk time and the netherlands are back in action tomorrow night they will take on austria and that is also in group c you can hear that game 5-5 5-5 tomorrow. Right, they're going to be forced into making a change here, Chris. Yep. Mario Fernandez, that heavy fall. The magic spray hasn't been able to see him recover. I think that is Vachushlav Karovayev who is getting prepared to come on. The Zenit defender who also came on as an early sub on Saturday in the game against Belgium.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, that is a great leap to be fair, but uh, when you actually see the replay, it is a heavy fall and um, obviously seen signs soon as the physios ran on quick but now you see the stretch and uh, yeah it didn't look too good did it so mario
0: fernandez one of the russian heroes of the world cup three years ago will not be able to take any further part of this game they're still working on him medically i think they're going to lift him onto a, a stretcher now hopefully this is all just precautionary and it's not going to affect his participation later on in the tournament but certainly every care being taken with the brazilian born mario fernandez the first ever player born outside of russia to play international football for the country. Stanislav Chukeshov, the Russian coach, is taking advantage of this break to just pull over a few players and give them some instructions. But having already made three defenses, uh, three changes to his defence ahead of this game, it's now Karavayev coming in. So this is a very different look to the defence that started their opening game of the tournament of the weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, is a quick, it's a quick shuffle, isn't it? But he, he know his job, he's obviously got information. They, they, they know they've worked on the system before this game, so...
0: game back underway. Finland nil, Russian nil, we'll pass the midway point in the first half. Zobnin rolls the ball out to the left-hand side. Krujaev will come forward until he is met by the pressing Robin load. And high ball is played towards the edge of the Finland penalty area and a first touch for Karavaev, who's just come on. And can he deliver across to the right-hand side? Tries to wriggle into position. Good defending by Yere Uronin. He's been able to block that cross and then Finland win a free kick. Following Cameron again, he has been a marked man, he's been fouled by Baranov. And now Baranov has got to go in the book for that. It was a delayed showing of it from the referee. but he's raised two fingers now to Baranov and says, That's the second time you've done that. Cumulative effect. Dmitry Baranov is in the referee's
1: notebook. They've just got to be a bit more patient, haven't they? But um, they're trying to force it, I think, uh, Russia too much. They're really trying to push Finland back and they are dominating position. And, um, but they've got to relax a little bit more on the ball and show a bit more quality, especially in the final third. I not any players who would miss the next game if they were to pick up uh, a yellow card
0: today, but Finland do. Uh, Robin Lode is in that situation, here is Poe and Paolo, he's in again, into the penalty area, strong defending Georgi Gijkaia. He did well that time, got across, won the ball and is able to clear it away. But time and time again, all the talk of Puki in the build-up. It is Puyen Paolo who is picking up little pockets of space and who's causing the biggest problems. He is for causing
1: the problems, as I say, whether they've been so occupied thinking where's Pukki when they lose the ball. He's just drifting into good areas and he's getting the service. Golovin comes forward, a
0: little back heel by Jikaya to Golovin again. Low ball to the feet of Moranchuk on the edge of the penalty area. Tried to return it to Golovin for the third time in the move, but that's where it breaks down. And Finland who are playing very deep now were able to clear the ball away Russia have had more than three times as many completed passes in the game as Finland have they are moving it around they are asking a lot of questions but nil, nil it remains in yeah, St. Petersburg well,
1: it's the old saying isn't it you can have the ball and uh, stats whatever you like but it's about putting the ball in the net and uh, yeah Russia hit the post uh, Finland's had one disallowed um, well Russia have dominated position there's not a lot between Finland carry that threat massively on their counter attack after this. The last games in this group will be played on Monday.
0: Finland face Belgium. And at the same time, Russia will play Denmark and Copenhagen and will be all over those uh, dramatic final days of the group next week. Here and five live sport. 0-0 for the moment. Finland against Russia. Almost half an hour played. Vekyshla Karavayov, Zenit player. Resolving for the injured Mario Fernandez. Taking over that Right wing back position. Jikai, the central defender, likes to take it forward into the midfield. And he's trapped some 20, 25 yards into Finland territory here. Lays it off to Golovin. Right foot across from Golovin, Looking for Juba. Wins the header. Gets it down for Uzjoyev. Back to goal. Back into uh, Juba. And although it looked like he got his head to it, there was no power. And Finland are able to clear it away. And the ball is just hoofed out for a throw-in.
1: You know, at the end of the day... We like to see nice football, we like to see the ball and draw, we like to see skill and we like to see entertainment. But if I was Russia, I would just say every time you get in that final third, just put it in the box. He wins every header, he Zubo wins every header. Juba,
0: six foot six inches tall and so determined when the ball is played to him. Here is Moranchuk, little back heel for Uzjoyev to the byline, right hand side and his cross is headed out for a quarter off. Euro in corner to Russia on the right-hand side still nil-nil.
1: Yeah, not a great delivery, very flat, hits the first man, good defending, but another corner.
0: Chance for Russia to to one of these pre-prepared moves, it's all very choreographed, some players lurking on the edge of the penalty area, one has gone in to step on the toes of the goalkeeper, it's going to be Alexander Golovin to take the corner right footed oh. from the right hand side header up over the top it was the defender Igor Diveev who's never scored an international goal some leap by the way gets great height but
1: he propels the ball even higher Yep, yeah, great effort Well, it's not a great it has gone high weight, but what a leap uh, just shows you every time they put the ball it's a piece delivery anything they win every header and that's the, that's going to be the key that, you know they don't need to keep passing it away coming inside once they get it away, just put it in there.
0: Just a slow motion action replay of the latest Arton Juba Chance he did get the header on target towards the goal. However, uh, the defender jumping beside him is right there to, to block it at source. So it still won't count as an attempt on target for the Russians. 0-0, it remains. And this is proving to be the longest wait for a shot on target in a game at Euro 2020 so far. A legitimate shot on target after that. Huyen Paolo attempt was disallowed right at the start of the game. If you're joining our coverage late two and a half minutes played Finland thought they had taken the lead however Huyen Paolo was offside which was a real shame because it was a brilliant cross and a, and a superb header. Finland Chris could do with the spell in their opponent's half they've had to yeah, absorb a lot. they've just got
1: to keep the ball a little bit um, but give Russia credit the court of the blocks quick they're in again. Here they go
0: this could oh. be a chance load in the penalty area good defending again Paolo tries to shoot but the whistle was blown anyway just wouldn't sit up for Timo Pukki, but better from Finland.
1: Well, they're more patient. they put four or five passes together there. and um, Well, he just dawdled a bit. He lost possession. But Russia at the back are all over the place. And Finland, as I say, if they can have the composure on these counter-attacks and they can use the ball better. There's no reason they can't win the game. Let's just see the replay of that. You know, they got in each other's way there. Pukki and Puyan
0: Paolo, they both tried to kick the ball at the same time. It was Pukki who took the shot in the end, but it was almost like he had pulled out of it because his teammate was lunging in as well, so it was a very half-hearted attempt,
1: but a chance. Yeah, well, hey, they've, they've really carried a threat, you know, for all the sake of soaking up a lot of pressure from Russia. Um, Russia have been asking a few questions, but they've kept calm, and when they get out and they get good possession, they do carry a massive threat. Here Russia, there's Joyad down the wide-hand side, gives
0: it into Barinov raising his arm and signalling he'd like a high ball played into him but they tried to play it low into the box and Finland have got that covered and the ball is cleared away Russia did score a lot of goals in qualifying there's kind of an asterisk alongside it though only Belgium, Italy and England scored more goals in the qualifying process than the the 33 that Russia got, however almost half of those 33 goals came in the two games against San Marino which kind of skews
1: it, so you take San Marino out of it and they've actually struggled for goals yeah they have and today they have been in good areas, Deliveries when they've had the opportunity to put good deliveries or to have an effort on goal it's just not happened for them
0: from the bbc at euro 2020 and here come russia once again maranchuk and golovin have been enjoying themselves they're picking up space outside the finland penalty area and they're just waiting for one of those through balls to to pick out the yeah. striker ahead of them referees reaching for the card again here we're going to have a, another yellow card just as finland thought that they might be able to spring into a counter attack. As Joyev, Megamed, As the player who spurned an early chance for Russia, is the latest to be shown a yellow card. And again, the foul is on Glenn Camara, who's been, who's been <laughs> receiving. He's got a short bruises on his shins and ankles tonight because he has been
1: fouled so many times in this game already. Yeah, he's done well, Camaro. He carries the ball. He runs it. He runs the ball for Airton. and runs it out of trouble and gets the team up the field a bit. And he uses it very well. He slows the game down. Saint Petersburg only. 200 miles from
0: the Finland border. Uh, buses made their way from Finland to St. Petersburg this morning to ferry in the supporters. 50% capacity allowed into this stadium, which is just shy of 70,000 when allowed to be fought. It's enough to give a good atmosphere, a good noise, as Russian supporters hope to cheer their side's first goal of this tournament. Remember, beaten 3-0 by Belgium on the opening weekend Daniel Ochoakrasi has come forward to take this throw in for Finland level with the edge of the penalty that's some distance of the throw and it's,
1: he's thrown it all the way to the goalkeeper that was that was an extraordinary that was Rory Delapesque. that was long wasn't it I mean as I say he's gone to the goalkeeper I was in the middle of the goal so it's not like court. he came out of his goal yeah. yeah wow that was a some throw and
0: uh, I would be surprised if we don't see more of Daniel Ochoakrasi's throw in abilities if, uh, if that's what he's able to do Incredible throw. Nil-nil. Russian possession. Georgi Zikaya scored one international goal. Came against Belgium in the qualifiers for this tournament. Jikaya. made a run here forward to get into a crossing position with uh, Kuziayev, and a cross comes in, and two players go for it again, and it's off target again. Who's with the final touch? Wasn't able to divert it back towards the goal. He's jumping with both teammates and opponents around him. And it's well wide
1: of the target in yeah, the end. He gets up very well, but he doesn't have any direction on the head. It just sort of hits him. But they had four red shirts in the box there, Russia, for that cross. And that's where they're going to get the joy. I don't think that they can break this team down through football. I think it's Sorry. when it's weighed, get it in there. And uh, I think that's where they're going to get the joy if they want to win this game. Uh, brought back into play by Robin
0: Lode. After he blows the whistle. He seems that it's going to be thrown into Russia, which they have now taken. Zayev... And Chikaya on the halfway line. Finland leaving Povid Paolo up top, but pretty much everyone else is working hard behind. Now Puki goes forward to lay on a bit of a gag and press and Russia forced to turn and roll it back to the goalkeeper Matvei Fai Safonov, who was beaten by the early goal that was disallowed. And apart from that, he hasn't really had to make a save in the game. The other attempts that Finland have mustered have either been blocked or wild, but here comes Kujaev down the left hand side. That's a great ball in, and it was joy Joyev again. And he can't get the touch to it. It squirts in front of him. He's hurt himself colliding with the post in the aftermath. What an opportunity for Uzjoiev. It is no exaggeration to say Russia's number seven could have been on a hat-trick already. Uronin has hurt himself here. Uzjoyev as well. We're going to have a delay while both of these players get medical treatment because they collide into the post. And then actually, Uzjoyev when he hits the post... His feet swing up into the air, and he has full-on kicked the defender in the head. The heel of his boot has smacked up into the head of Yeroda. That will be so painful, and he is going to need some treatment here to make sure yeah, he's okay.
1: Yeah, caught one there, didn't he? What a ball that was. That is basically saying, just put me in the net. And Yes, great defending. Here at the far post there gets away. He takes a, a boot in the face for it, and a collision into the post for the Russian guy but that is a wonderful delivery that uh, you'll not see a better crossing than that in the tournament, that's got to pay for me, a goal. Brilliant cross and then to be fair to you Rodin, who's got the kick
0: in the head for his trouble, brilliant defending from oh, him too. Yeah, yeah he followed his way. man
1: in, he didn't take his eye off it, he could have hesitated with a flying across the ball, he might have thought the goalie was going to come for us, or another defender was going to get it but he focused on it.
0: Yeah, we've seen a few own goals, certainly the, the Turkey game, the uh, the German game where it goes low balls across the middle here and defenders if they get their feet the wrong shape and if they're not right but Excellent from your own in one piece to say is okay. I mean, you don't often see that football. People are down the ground. You don't see legs then subsequently flying in the air, catching people in the face. And the reason it happened there was because Ujoyev had hit the, the post. He clattered into the post like Harry Kane did in the, the opening England game against Croatia. So he didn't know where his legs were flying uh, when that happened. Anyway, both players are okay. 37 minutes on the clock. Corner to Russia. Right-hand side as they come forward. Golovin to take it good delivery headed up into the air by Arad Jury the referee has spotted some pushing in there and it's going to be a
1: free kick for Finland I think Russia now will be starting to think how are we going to break this team down uh, I mean that last delivery we talked about was absolutely what a cross that was but overall Finland have dealt with um, Russia quite comfortably and carried a threat themselves going forward so uh, you know we do it's cliche first goal is so important in this game it is 0-0 for the moment and that is a huge adventure for finland their
0: first appearance at a major tournament having beaten denmark at the weekend can they spring a surprise on russia in russia today camera has possession onto robin load midway inside the russian half you've on the left hand side back into Loden. It's curious. I think he's stretched there and he's kicked the ball away. It's almost like he felt
1: there was an opponent near him which there wasn't. It was very bizarre. I think he was in two minds to to let it go over to the striker and then get the next ball after that. I think he got caught between two uh, decisions. He was thinking of dummying it. Yes. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) he was. He could say that and then then he realised no, I'll take it but by then it was too late. (laughs) There was no one around him but
0: it felt like he just kicked it way too far in front of him. That is a good explanation from Chris Waddle. Fiddle and nil, Russia nil. Half time approaching here on Five Live, we'll be building up to Turkey against Wales during the break here. What a day for all of Wales, and they hope they can build on the opening draw in this tournament. Listen to Rob Phillips, broadcasting from Baku. It is searingly hot in Azerbaijan today. It is going to be a real test of the Welsh stamina. foul, and then and the Finnish players here are appealing for a free kick he's caught in the face there by Barinov now I, I'm not sure about this one Chris he's, no. I mean, there's clearly a connection there but I don't think he's meant to do anything there and it's like his fingers brush against
1: the face of Puki. there's nothing wrong look he's getting up I mean the alright the shout we, we say now if you shout loud enough you get the free kick and it's right um, he's done nothing there that wasn't a foul it's not even a finger in the eye it's, it's not just there. that his fingers you know, brush across his nose and his mouth nothing wrong
0: with that free kick to Finland on the halfway line but that's the referees. Dead right not to go any further action than that and the, the cards that Finland were screaming for. Free kick taken by Daniel Osh, towards the edge of the penalty area. Poe power with an acrobatic jump in the air to try and flick it in towards Temo Puki, But Russia able to clear it away. And then there's a foul on Zuba on the halfway line by Arayuri. And that is a free kick to Russia, but the delay allows Finland to get all their defenders yeah, back. Yeah,
1: get the shape back, It's the old saying, really. if you can stop the game, it gets the, the shape back to the team, um, and that's what they did.
0: So here comes Russia once again. Still awaiting the opening goal of the day in Saint Petersburg. This is the stadium where Belgium scored three at the weekend. It was also the stadium where Belgium lost their World Cup semi-final three years ago. They have unfinished business here. As the goal is played back by Dibayev all the way back to the goalkeeper Safinov, Krasnodar goalkeeper who played against Chelsea in the Champions League earlier on this season. He Remember, commentating on that game, he made a bad mistake for the Hudson in the doorway goal. Golovin here comes forward on the left-hand side for Russia once again. That's a poor pass, poorest ball he's delivered today, giving it away to a shot Left-footed, he clears up towards the half half-way line. Mind mm-hmm. you, that's not a great clearance either. Baranov picks it up for Russia. It's allowed to run through as Joyev challenged by Arayuri. Good challenge by him. Finland managed to get t- the it's ball it's away. has gone
1: scrappy, Conor, because I, I mean Russia's trying to force it. They're, they're trying to keep the tempo high. They're trying to get the ball back as. But when they get it, they don't relax on it, they don't actually have that composure, it's all 100mL an hour, and we've seen a lot of sloppy play, a lot of sloppy passes.
0: Moranchuk, to fire edge of the penalty area left-hand side, they get it back to Moranchuk, he's low ball, there's Joyev, great footwork here, chance to hook it back in by Barinov, but he didn't strike it convincingly, it was maybe a position to shoot, he tried to return it in to his teammates more centrally, and Finland relieved to get it away but that was that was a perfect illustration there Chris of what you were just uh, describing yeah. they get in around the penalty area and it's just just, just
1: take a breath yeah, exactly just a bit of composure put your foot on the ball calling for it Ball delivered
0: in Dovio is able to head away for Finland and at the moment they just want to get to half-time nil-nil and try and reassess in the change room three minutes to go to the break throw in for Russia taken by Kujaev on the left-hand side Artem Juba good control on his chest down onto his boots then it doesn't sit up for Barinov but he will sprint to the right hand side and keep it alive chance to cross lays it off low to Karavayev, who came on for the injured Mario Fernandes for Brazil. Now, Uzjoyev with the cross, from the right hand side, picks up Golovin. Oh, he didn't fancy it on his left boots. The chance was there to shoot. He tried to bring it back onto his right, and by the time he had done that, the chance had expired, and Finland relieved to
1: regain possession. Yeah, they, they just look so edgy, Russia. They're, it's, they're forcing it. They are forcing it, and as you say here, Golovin gets it on the edge of the box. You know, pull the trigger there, look, gets the space, comes back onto his right foot now hit it, he doesn't, he overruns it, and Finland again clear their lines. And it's Rasmus Schuler on his
0: 50th appearance for Finland, clearing the ball away, he's been the one change in their starting 11 from the team that started against Denmark at the weekend, in for the injured captain Tim Sparv. Russia mopping things up at the back, Zoblin to the goalkeeper, Safonov, and now Georgi Jikai will take it up to the halfway line, he's got Daler. Kujaev on the left-hand side as soon as Russia come over the halfway line that's when Finland start to close them down Didiev center circle with the turquoise boots rolls it to the right-hand side to Barinov who's seen a lot of the ball in the last 10 minutes or so but joining our coverage later Finland had a really good chance to take the lead they had it in the back of the net but VAR ruled it out for offside after just two and a half minutes Poyan Polos goal disallowed Russia have had a whole host of chances but no composure Blazed them wide probably the closest was Juba hitting the post though that particular one would have been ruled offside anyway at the top as Jaya prepares to take a throw in on the right hand side level with the edge of the penalty area that Russia are attacking Barinov cross field ball over to Chikayev. he'll give it short to Golovy. has he got a little trick up his sleeve rolls it to Kujayev on the left hand side that's not a bad delivery into the penalty area just seemed to bounce up awkwardly though for his Joyev. he wasn't able to control it now, they're just raising the tempo here, Russia, as they come again. High ball in towards Juba, but out comes the goalkeeper. Lukas Rodetsky
1: makes a very good save. Yeah, the communication's not great with Finland, is it? You keep seeing two, two, three white shirts this time, obviously, the yellow, the goalie coming, but... Uh, they don't seem to talk, and uh, there's been a lot of collisions.
0: Finland nil, Russia nil, there will be six minutes. Added on for stoppages at the end of this first half. We've had two separate periods where medical attention has been needed on the pitch. So that's the reason that there was so much to be added on ahead of the break. Finland would love to score during this period of added-on time. Toivio gives it to vital on the right-hand side. Vytala, who delivered a brilliant cross for the goal that was disallowed. But now Finland have given it away and they've got players committed up the field. Moranchuk's done really well. He's taken two defenders out. This is a big chance for Russia. And a terrible pass. there's Joyev forces Kujaev too far wide on the left and the momentum is gone from the attack here comes the cross in anyway Chuba, oh it felt like it hit his chest he didn't get his clean header on it, he's managed to get it under his control, inside the penalty area byline, right hand side, support from Muzhoyev, but it's too many cooks spoil the broth, and Finander what a chance that was Chris Well, like, they just needed to keep it moving, I don't
1: know what I was doing though it hit his chest, I mean how has he not got his head on it, it looked like he didn't want to head it and and then they run out of ideas again to- they panic, they don't have that composure of
0: Yeah, that was very strange. All he had to do was put his forehead on it, but he tried to take it down for some reason with the call of his mercy. Anyway, here comes Zjoyev. Pulls it to the edge of the penalty area. The tall Moranchuk plays a nice one-two with Juba. Good close touch control. That's a brilliant goal! Alexey Moranchuk with a goal to light up St. Petersburg! in added on time at the end of the first half Russia finally make the pressure pay it's Finland nil Russia one Alexei Maranchuk
1: yeah a bit of composure we've been talking about it all half haven't we he, to be fair it, God, I didn't think Maranchuk wanted to hit it at first he saw it, it came to him he stopped it he rolled it forward a little bit it got him back and then you thought he's hesitating a little bit and then he just has that bit of composure which they've been lacking And he just, really, he doesn't hit it hard, he just clips it into that top corner. Goalkeeper, no chance. It's a wonderful finish, I've got to say. Onto his left foot, and he just clips it into that top corner. Goal, he's not going to save that. And that's what they've been waiting for, Rochelle, that little bit of composure. He's had a good season in Italy with uh, Atalanta.
0: He's now just got his sixth international call. It's exactly what you described, Chris. He was the first guy in the penalty area who just took a touch. Relax, think about this before you do
1: it. And then he picked his spot. Exactly. Once you get in that area, you've got to realise if somebody wants to tackle you and it's a rough tackle, you're going to get a pen for it. So when you're in there, you've got more time than what you actually think. And he there actually did take his time, picked his spot, didn't blast it, didn't panic, just clipped it to the far top corner. What a goal. The goal
0: came diverts into stoppage time at the end of this first half. It was Russia's first shot on target of the game. And they are now set to go to the changing rooms at halftime with a 1-0 lead. It's their first goal of this tournament. Having played these opening two games on home soil at St. Petersburg, it couldn't come quickly enough. And Stanislav Chuchashov, the Russian coach, will be very pleased. Now, how will Finland respond to this? How will Russia respond to this? Can they go? and build on a lead and capitalise on the number of chances they've had in the game so far it was a
1: good goal but boy they needed it I can't see Finland changing their format I think that you've, got, you've got to realise they've got three points on the board so they're not going to panic they're going to play this. I can see Russia changing because they're too open uh, they're winning now so maybe it's goal difference they might think about
0: there's the goal scorer 10 yards into the penalty area now Kalavaev on the right hand side as Joyev takes it off his toe. Doesn't fancy across himself though. And now it will be delivered in to Vev, and a chance on target from Big Zuba, but saved by Lukas Radetsky. That's
1: how easy it is. You know, there's a lot of white shirts in front of the Russian players when they're attacking. Sometimes you get that time and space. Just clip one into the big man in the boxing. Yeah, he's hit he's hit the target. It's not the best header, but uh, at least they are beginning to hit the target
0: with regularity, Russia, after all those missed opportunities. I think when we look back at the highlights of this first half, we'll say Russia deserved to be in front just through the pure weight of numbers. I mean, arguably, Chris, they should
1: be 2-3 up in this game. Yeah, they should. They, uh, As I say, when they've got in good areas of panic, that was the first bit of quality we've seen in the area from them. Um, and they could add to it. They've got the ability. Okay, well, done well here. in, crosses for Finland from the left-hand side.
0: Julian Paolo keeps picking up these good positions but on this occasion his header is well wide of the target. It was, wasn't it a header actually it was a, it was a half volley, he was falling backwards and he's not able to hook it in. Jikai was keeping very close, tabs in there. It's not all over for Finland and a draw today would be a very good scoreline for them having had that opening day victory against Denmark but for now they find themselves goal behind as we Move towards the sixth minute of stoppages at the end of this first
1: half. well you can see that they have they can create chances uh, and I don't think as I say they'll not change shape they don't want to get beat two or three nil four nil they'll keep the way they play and they'll, they'll be very confident on that counter-attack they'll get another two three chances second half and it's up to them to take them now, here comes Temu Puki. we've not seen much of him running with the ball at his feet he's picked this up at the halfway line
0: he's run down the left wing getting towards the edge of the penalty area now he needs some support Schuler has come to provide it. Right, Talas up from right wing back. Now here comes the delivery. Too high for Poyan Paolo. And the referee has blown the whistle. And there's a foul on the defender Chikaya. And that is going to be a free kick to Russia. And we are almost at halftime. There's 20
1: seconds remaining of the six minutes that were added on to stoppages. Yeah, I don't see the free kick really there now. That's, I don't know if he's trying to waste a bit of time. Yeah, he's up now. The referee must have said there's 20 seconds left. Uh,
0: so and there is the whistle for the break. So Russia so relieved that Alexei Moranchuk has been able to break the deadlock. They have made the better chances. They were not composed over them though. He showed some real quality. Few touches in the box and just pinged it towards the top quarter. Really good finish from Moranchuk. Russia leading here, Chris Baikov. Yeah, I
1: think Finland carry a threat and that that'll go on as, as long as the game goes. They've got a lot of defending to do as they do most games. Uh, Russia, if they can show that composure as they did for the goal, they can add to their tally, there's no doubt about that, but they've got to relax, especially in the final third. Finland will still carry a threat on the counter-attack, definitely. Well, Russia have lost
0: their last three games in a row at European Championships finals, they haven't had a win.
2: In the context of losing that first game against Belgium, half-time then, it's Finland nil, Russia one, Julian de Guzman and Kevin Kilban's thoughts next.
0: for Euro 2020 coverage on TSN, presented by Volkswagen Canada. Proud partner and supporter of Soccer for All. It's time to be the change.
2: In St. Petersburg, Group B action, the second match day in the group. Kicking off with Russia against Finland and Russia finding the breakthrough just before half time. Alexey Maranchuk, the Atalanta man, with the goal, lovely finish and it's 1-0 for Russia against Finland in St. Petersburg at the break. Luke Walman, joined by Kevin Kilban and Julian de Guzman. Kev, let's get to you first on that goal. Lovely finish, but should he have been stopped before it got to that?
3: Yeah, there, there was moments within uh, Fini- the Finnish defence where they could have actually made a challenge. So Shaughnessy actually doesn't want to get too close as soon as he gets into the penalty area. So he allows a shot to be taken. Obviously, they don't want to give a penalty away. They know what's at stake, a point for Finland, would probably get them through, and maybe that cautious approach maybe cost them here. I don't think Russia throughout that first half got the ball into Zuba enough, but that finish by Moranchuk, as you said there, I I love a left-footed goal, of course. I I think (laughs) technically it's superb as soon as he shifts it, but what a goal, Luke. It it was a a super finish, and it had been coming, I felt, as the half progressed. I think there was more of a, a mentality on Finland to retreat a little bit, but that is a super goal.
4: Oh, yeah, super indeed. And the timing of it was uh, perfect. And, you know, that it, we, we saw it coming. Russia just kept putting on the pressure. You know, the, the Finns kept uh, dropping back more and more. Uh, they, they probably expected more crosses, but this was a build-up play between the, the two. And then uh, Maranchuk was able to finish it with uh, class.
2: We talked before the game, Jules, about the fact that this was such a huge moment for Russia in the context of this tournament. If they lose this game, that's probably them done, especially after that heavy opening defeat against Belgium. So in a must-win situation, you expected them to come out high energy, and that's exactly what they did, isn't it?
4: Oh yeah, high energy, you have the fans behind you, and also the poor result against Belgium, so they had something to prove, and you know, right off the bat, you're going to see this is the first minute of the game where you know they, they're, they're winning the ball back in the, in the Finns' end, and you know the one one piece I want to show is the, where, why they 're getting fifteen crosses in the first half of the game, and here 's why you know you 're going to get numbers in the box and you 're going to see four guys from Russia uh, in the box and that 's what we 've been seeing most of the game where there 's at least three to four guys in the box for, for, ready for crosses and you know that 's the first instance there. Here's a second instance where you know Russia win the ball again, and they're they're going straight forward. That, that every time they win the ball, they look to go forward. They're getting numbers in front of them, and they, and again, as they get closer to the 18-yard box, there there you have three against three in the box. So you could just tell the intent that Russia have is once they get close to the box, make sure there's numbers in the box, and there's a, a wide open chance where you know, some nerves are being shown. But you know, Kev. It's important when you have to prove that when you come into these moments where you got to win the game, it's a must-win game, you know, you're seeing numbers in the box to, to at least give the chance for, for the crosser.
3: Yeah, there's more of an urgency, absolutely, from Russia. I, I spoke before, I, I don't think they got the ball into uh, to Zuba enough with quality around his feet. There's a lot of high balls played into him. But when they get it into Zuba, he's a real threat. But they get bodies forward, I, th- I think, throughout uh, that first half, Russia. And as I said, the goal looked likely to me it was coming. I know
2: Finland had a few openings, but I thought Russia were good value. 65% possession for Russia in the first half. Finland did not have a shot on target. So how do they impact this game now, Kev, after half-time?
3: Yeah, I mean I spoke about maybe they know what's at stake, they know full well a point and if they get a nil-nil draw they're going to go through probably to the, ne- to the next phase. That's what's in the mindset. I think there was a reluctance actually with a couple of opportunities it had to actually just take a shot on. There was maybe one too many touches. This one here for uh, Jan Polo, he just can't sort his feet out and it comes off his standing foot. There was a, re- a reluctance as I said just to take the shot on early at times. They allowed the Russian players to get back and make the challenge. But there's an opportunity here for Finland because Russia may be, might see a different sort of uh, uh, a line-up from them tactically. They may drop deep. A win for them, of course, is a great result. It sets them up for that third game. But I think Finland, there is a chance here if they can, if they can continue to play with a little bit more urgency and a bit more positivity.
4: And you know, when Finland are getting in good areas too, and you know they catch Russia at times. It's just a matter of what they do and are they able to execute and make quick decisions. So that extra touch in the box at times is letting Finland down. If they could just get get the shot off quick, or maybe a toe poke here and there, you know you might you might see the ball in the back of the net. But we did see Finland score that offside goal, and they caught Russia sleeping. So it's just a matter of how will the Russians react? It, will they be you know sitting back? Will they continue to have that same approach in the in the first half as they did? So it means important to see uh, that. Reaction from this half.
2: Alexei Moranchuk was not in the starting 11 for Russia in their opening game of the tournament, but he got the start today and he has made an impact. At half time, it is 1 0 for Russia in St. Petersburg. of the day comes from Azerbaijan. Baku, the venue for Wales. Second game of the tournament. After a draw in their opener, they take on a Turkey side that lost against Italy and after that opening win against the Turks in Rome, Italy are back at the Olympico to take on Switzerland. The pre-game for that one underway at 2 Eastern time, 11am Pacific. Right now on tsn.ca. All of the news and reaction from all the games at the European Championships plus, if you missed it in the pre-game show today, our chat with Julian about Canada advancing to the final round of World Cup qualifying. You can check that out online as well. But as we continue, we will get you back to St. Petersburg, Russia in front after 45 minutes. UEFA Euro 2020 halftime, powered by
0: Volkswagen Canada, proud partner and supporter of Soccer for All. It's time to be the change. Maybe something might fall his way. In this second period, Finland nil, Russia won for now. First time Russia found themselves ahead at half time in a European Championship game since back in 2012 when they took the lead against Poland and ended up drawing that game 1 1. It was big Artem Juba who claimed the assist for the goal, shuffling it on to Moranchuk. Really good finish. Where does this game go from here? Chris Waddle.
1: Well, it's interesting to see uh, what Russia will do. Will they uh, play like they did first off when they really pushed and left gaps at the back? Um, which did get exploited on four or five occasions. Um, but it looks like they're sitting back now. It doesn't look like they're pressing the ball high. They're trying to bring Finland on them.
0: No changes in personnel over the break. There was one enforced change in the first half. Karavayev, Latyshev, Karavayev coming on for the right wing back. Mario Fernandes, the Brazilian-born Russian player, but it's the same teams otherwise on the pitch. I'll give you a full reminder of the lineups in just a moment, as the loose ball goes astray off Joronen. That runs through to the Russian goalkeeper, Matvoy Safinov, one of three changes in their team from their opening defeat against Belgium. Russia wearing red, playing from right to left in this second half. Finland in white with the Navy cross across their chest and shoulders much of the pitch now covered in shades the move and the sun has shifted a little bit into this second half so the sun that was in the eyes of Stefanov the Russian goalkeeper in the first half is not so much of a problem for Lukas Vredetsky the Bayer Leverkusen goalkeeper for Finland down the other end here comes Kuzvaya controls that really well on his chest low cross from the byline and
1: Hadrecki is able to come and make the save yeah great ball great run good first touch and unfortunately can't pull it back and it's straight at the goalkeeper under pressure, I've got to say, though, wasn't easy to get the delivery in. So the Finland
0: team, they've got three central defenders. Lukas Radecki plays behind. Jona Toivio, Paulus Arajuri and Daniel Oshapnasi, the Finn with the Irish name. Then the two wingbacks, Yuka Raitela, who provided the cross that would have been the assist had Bjorn Paolo's goal been allowed right at the beginning of the game. He's on the right-hand side. Yeri Joronen is on the left-hand side. In the middle of the midfield, Rasmus Schuler taking over from the injured captain Tim Sparv and Glenn Camaro, who we know from Rangers with Robin Lode pushing forward in support of Timo Pukki and Yoel Poe and Paolo. The Russian team, Matvay Safonov, the goalkeeper, in for just his second international cap. It's a real baptism of fire for him. Thought he was beaten after two and a half minutes. Hasn't had much to do since then in terms of saves to make. Karavayev on it, the right-hand side of the defence. Kujaev on the left-hand side of the defense with uh, Igor Diveev of CSK Moscow alongside Georgi Dikaya of Spartak Moscow in the middle and they've got Roman Zobnin, Barinov, Dmitry Barinov of Lokomotiv Moscow, Magomed Djojev who could have had two goals at least maybe even a hat-trick in that first half he had some really good chances and then the two creative players Alexander Golovin and Alexey Maranchuk in support of Artem Juba who is the big man up front already the Russia on such more of a forward foot than they were in their opening game against Belgium and of course it's different caliber of opponents that they are up against but at least they're able to to show their stuff after what was a very muted performance against Roberto Martinez's side of the weekend here though is a chance and in goes Puki, and he shoots on the edge of the penalty area and deveyev makes a good challenge at just the last moment Puki is saying that it should be a corner that it came off the defender the referee, I think, for the moment is indicating cold kick. It certainly should be a corner from what
1: we've seen there, a breakaway chance. What a chance, Chris Waddle, for Finland to score. It was. He gets away, uses his pace, but it's a terrific tra- challenge. And it is a corner for me. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Conor. But the referee give the goal kick. But there's that threat they carry again on the break. one no to Russia. It remains. That is what Finland want to
0: see a bit more of. They've not been able to release Tebo in that sort of counter-attacking position. Before that moment in the game, can they do it with more regularity now? As Magimai Uzjoyev comes forward for Russia. He's got Karavaev outside him on the right hand side wearing number four. Back again to Uzjoyev. Juba standing with that right arm in the air. He's just begging for them to launch it in. He knows he can beat the Finnish defenders in an aerial battle. However, Karavaev is forced to retreat. He goes back to Barinov. Barinov who's got Divaev alongside him and they're back around the halfway line once again. It does seem strange that Russia don't just lump it in a bit more, Chris. We mentioned it the first time. that's terrible defending. They've given the ball away And Puki to Paulo, Five yards outside, the Russia penalty area on the right-hand side. Lode comes to join him. Back out to Paulo, Crossing position on the right-hand side. He tries the nutmeg on Kujaev. And Kujaev snaps his heel shot, regained possession. And Russia are able to clear it away. Still 1-0 Russia.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, This There's areas where sometimes it's tight, just hit the big guy up front and... He will hold the ball up for you, bring people into play and uh, they just don't seem to want to hit it with the ball And
0: Kamara to the edge of the Russian penalty area left-hand side, he's got support from Uronin outside him back into Daniel Oshoknessy, one touch to control it second to deliver the cross Poyan Paolo challenges for it, does win the header but it loops up in the air and it softly lands onto the gloves of the Russian goalkeeper, Matvoy Safonov no threat there
1: well, Finland aren't frightened to put the ball in the box though when they get in the area, and first thing they look is, can we put it in there? He
0: will be wishing he's playing on the other team he might get a bit better service than he's had from his his own teammates here comes Barinov again his influence in the game is, is growing he's a deep line midfielder in the game but increasingly he's bringing the ball forward close to the Finland penalty area as he's of has it on the right wing here back into Golovine seven or eight yards outside the penalty area gets it onto his right boot hits it a real smack and it's just off target but that was threatening from Russia really good effort and very close to
1: doubling their lead well we know he's got the ability he plays for Monaco and France and uh, he has got a lot of good attributes technically very good and uh, there he just moves the ball on his right foot and it's low just what half a yard past the post good start to the second half chances at both ends Tovio clears away for Finland
0: and just clears the ball out of play and it's going to be a throw in to Russia roundabout the halfway line, Finland 0, Russia 1, seven minutes played in the second half in the sunshine in Saint Petersburg Zuba, there's a real menace whenever the ball comes to him he manages to to shuffle it onto a teammate or Barrel chest his way through a challenge. He's got Golovin with him on the edge of the penalty area here, left hand side. Rolls it back into space. Baranov, urged to shoot by the Russian crowd, lays it off to us, Joyev, and then it's pushed too far in front of Karavayev. He'd made a good run up from right wing back, but it's just too far ahead of him and goes out of the byline, right hand side.
1: Yeah, it was a good, uh, good attack. they were patient, which they didn't. We didn't see this a lot in the first half. They were very anxious, for forcing it. But uh, since they've got the lead, they've got a little bit more composure that was unlucky though.
0: Finland have only ever beaten Russia the previous old USSR once in the past and it was a long long time ago over a century ago they beat them at the 1912 olympic games they have always been a minnow when they've come up against Russia in fact twice in the past Russia have scored 10 goals against Finland one of them in 1978 here's Temu Pukki into the penalty area it's on his right boot steadies himself shoots and well saved Saffone He didn't quite put it in the
1: corner, Demi Pukki. The shot was powerful, but central, and the Russian keeper makes the save. It was a good play by Pukki, though, wasn't it? He got it, gets it in the inside left channel, cuts inside, just inside the box, out to his right waiting for, and all he can ask there, he's under pressure, there's two red shirts around him, all he can ask him is to hit the target, and he does, but it's a comfortable save. Scored 26 goals for Norwich this season on their way back up
0: to the premier league he did get an ankle injury in norwich city's penultimate game of this season which has hampered his build up to this tournament Temu puki but that's now a couple of times that he's got himself into shooting positions in this second half which was something he hadn't been able to do in the first half of the game finland nil russia one we are live on five live from the bbc you can listen to our commentary in sync with the television pictures on the BBC iPlayer. You can also do that on the BBC Sport website. That applies to any game in this tournament that is live on BBC television. You've got the choice of the audio. You can choose between the television commentary and the 5 Live radio commentary. And in the old days, when you did that, the, the, the disadvantage uh, that you had to do was that then you would have to watch the game in standard definition. That's all changed now. You can watch it in glorious HD, so well worth checking out as Russia played the ball into the penalty area and well left by Joron. And he allowed it to bounce, knowing it was on its way out for a goal kick.
1: It's the angle, uh, Connor, where, where he doesn't get the service he wants. It's 35 yards on goal inside the lane of the 18-yard box. It's not weighed. It's no taste on it. It's a clip into the box, which is, 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 you know, they've got to get down the sides of the 18-yard box and then put the ball in front to go and attack it.
0: So Finland will certainly come out with an intent in this second half, but will they be able to get back on level terms? Russia have possession at the back. Igor Dibaev, who plays with CSK Moscow. In Russia, they finished sixth in the table this past season. That was really disappointing for them. Their lowest finish for 20 years. Karavayev tries to attack down the right-hand side, but strong defending by Yere Uronin, who managed to... (laughs) He actually
1: back-heeled it off the Russian player and out for a goal kick. He kind of got away with that one. Yeah, he did. It it wasn't a free kick, but he was trying to get it because it ran out of play. But uh, the game's sort of settled now, hasn't it? There's no pace about it. Russia are quite happy there winning 1-0. From Finland, down the right hand side with
0: Robin Lode. Oh, he's been able to step into the penalty area here. Back onto his left boot. Good defending. Georgi Chikaya throwing himself into a tackle just as Robin Lode was about to shoot
1: left footed. Better from Finland. Chikaya, what a block that is. Because I think that's it. The way he struck that ball from what, eight, nine yards, that was going in. And uh, that was a terrific block. Camera picks it up for Finland. They're looking
0: for the second
1: wind here. They trail 1 0 in St. Petersburg
0: against Russia. This is the the last of the games in the group that Russia get to play in front of their own supporters. They will face Denmark in Copenhagen on Monday. It breaks down here as Fidler try to release Jere Uronin into the penalty area. And all Russia can do is clear it out for a throw-in on the far side.
1: The pace has dropped with the game now, hasn't it? Russia are thinking we're 1-0 up. We're not going to take as many risks as we did in the first half trying to get that goal. Uh, they're very happy now to slow the game down, keep possession, get more bodies behind, the, more bodies behind the, the ball. One goal could be huge
0: for Finland, having won the opening game against Denmark, a draw here. Well, depending on how the result goes later on in the Belgium game, I mean, it could be enough to, to see them through with a game to spare. Certainly if they were to win this game, but they would need at least two goals. To do that, as Puki does a good turn by the byline left hand side under pressure from Dever. He did really well though, Puki. Load plays the ball back to Yaronin, who's up from left wing back, and he couldn't get a shot or a pass away inside the penalty area. Russia haven't been able to clear it away. Rytala hooks it in. Puki challenges inside the six yard box, and once again, those strong,
1: burly Russian defenders get it away. I'm not convinced with their. Russia the way they defend oh though they're, they're too open they don't mark people they, they mark space rather than their players and when you put the ball in the box you can see they must think it's a goal Cross from the
0: left from Robin Lode headed away by Igor Diveev Russia pinned in at the moment but still leading by a goal to nil on five live Upton Juba wins a flick on header but it's easily dealt with and and Yuri's able to help it back to goalkeeper Lukas Radetsky. His clearance left footed up over the halfway line. Controlled by Eul Poampolo, who has scored the last three goals that Finland have scored over their recent games. He thought he scored after just two and a half minutes in this one. He's played a pass here to Yuka Retella on the right-hand side. And then back into the midfield it goes once again. And ten men, now eleven men, back behind the ball for Russia. They are ready to dig in if required but as chris has been illustrating russia allow their opponents opportunities they've not been able to shut the door on what is their 1-0 lead here at home Arayuri to toyvio and now a shock to see will bring it back into the russian half no pressure on him now as he creeps deeper into russian territory pass wasn't great though and russia will regain the ball and they have it on the edge of the penalty area devaev in through the midfield and as doyev Zobnin gets a touch in there as well. Roman Zobnin of Spartak Moscow. They finished second in the Russian top flight this season. Mm. Eight points in the end behind the champion Zenit, but a big improvement on, on previous years for them. Russia have the ball at the back again. They're trying to find that composure that they have found difficult to have in this tournament so far. Barinov up through the midfield and Uzjoya. Finland get it back again. Glenn Kamara of Rangers over the halfway line. A little bit thin at the back here, Russia, if Juronin can be quick enough down the left-hand side for Finland. The defender with him is Karavayev. Camera gets involved again. Good burst into the penalty area. Now he needs some support. Back out to Joronin. Left foot across. Not a bad delivery at all. Poyan Paolo jumped for it. Couldn't get into the back post. And it is kept in play by Raitala on the right wing. Good period of pressure this for Finland. Here comes Temu Puki to the byline, right-hand side, low cross this time, to the feet of Bojan Paolo, isn't able to turn and shoot, Devayev does well, and Russia clear it away again. He's Chris Waddle.
1: He's got to lay that off there, he's got his back to go, it's a great ball by Puki into him from the byline, pulls it back, he controls it, he's got his back to play, he's just got to wait for a white shirt to arrive, and just roll it, roll it on, and uh, he's turned, had the shot, very ambitious. Finland are going for this,
0: Russia realising the pressure they are under, are about to make a change and it's going to be Rifat Zhumuladinov of Lokomotiv Moscow who will come on, he's an inexperienced international he's only got four caps to his name before today but won the Russian Cup this season with Lokomotiv Moscow and he will come on in place of Magomed Uzjoyev who well, Chris, when he looks back at the highlights of this game, who's joy Joyev, he should have had at least one, probably two goals. Yes,
1: he has, at a far post, and uh, yeah, he'd be disappointed. Joyev, who ballooned one over, and was involved in that, that brilliant crossing that he just
0: couldn't uh, divert into the goal. He's been replaced by Made His international debut in March. And here come Russia again, Juba's shot. Blocked down, and then Golovin tries to follow up, but he puts it over the top. Russia looking for the second goal that would give them some comfort, but it just won't come for
1: now. No, Zuba tries to get the shot off, and he should have hit it first time. He's trying to get it into a nice position, Golovin, and he's he's ended up getting rushed, and he's ended up clipping it high over the crossbar. But uh, Finland are growing in confidence on the ball, and they get getting into the Russian half quite easily. They've reached the hour mark. Finland nil.
0: Russia won, Alexey Moranchuk with a fine finish in stoppages. At the end of the first half, there was a a period of six minutes added on because of various injuries in the first half in St. Petersburg. And it was two minutes into that additional period that Moranchuk had a bit of composure, took a touch, and then picked his spot with a very fine scooped finish. Will 1-0 be enough for the Russians? Zobnin gets the ball back again from Moranchuk. Now they're playing it around the midfield. To the right-hand side. Golovin gets a touch. Back again to Barinov. Barinov plays a 1-2. And to hold on to possession, he's going to have to turn and roll it all the way back to the goalkeeper, Safonov, once again. So, do Finland have the energy? We've just been given the stats and the, the distance that the players have covered. I mean, it's been pretty similar. Russia a little bit more, but no real noticeable difference in the work rate of the two teams. Who's going to have the energy? As this final hour creeps towards, uh, half hour of the game creeps towards its conclusion. Interception of the back by Ariuri for Finland. Clears it up towards the halfway line. Header won by Barinov. Baranov who's had to slot in as a more defensive player today having played in midfield in the opening game against Belgium that's a good touch by Kujaev to release Golovin to attack the Finland penalty area Kujaev makes himself available again this is inside the box left hand side swings in across towards the far post decent header oh got up and won it first time and then it's cleared away by Schuller Finland hanging on a little bit now Golovin gets it back again on the edge of the penalty area clips in across looking for big Juba just too high for him, he'll sprint out to keep it in play outside of the penalty area on the right hand side, Juronen pushing into his back, Juba rolling it under his studs, tries to pick a pass to Karavayev, good defending by Finland now can they counter attack here, this could be a chance, and Paolo pushes it in front of Raitala on the right hand side, they've dilly-dallyed a bit too long though Finland and Russia have got their defence back in position, yeah. Finland
1: were nil, Russia won, yeah Russia had a good possession and good areas again to get a chance on goal but they didn't they wasted it and then they give the ball away cheaply again and now Finland are slowed the game right down waiting for that opportunity it was around this period in the game 63 minutes
0: on the clock at the moment around this period that Finland got their winning goal against Denmark in that that strange strange game and the delay for the concern of the health of Christian Eriksen when it resumed it was just after the hour mark that Puyan Paolo was able to get the approved to be the winner in that game for the moment Finland trail 1-0 and Divaev's made a good interception for Russia, Artem Juba lays it off to Moranchuk, the goal scorer now Golovin inside the penalty area the red shirts of Russia streaming forward back to Moranchuk. oh it was such an intricate build up and too intricate in the end
1: someone had to make the decision to shoot and too many passes and Finland get it away well, you spot on Connor why didn't somebody pull the trigger they had space, time inside the area as well not one of them wanted to take it on.
0: There have been times in this game... ...and you feel Russia just about to take a grip of it now. Get a two goal lead, shut the door on Finland. But they haven't been able to do that. And that's why Finland, in what is their first ever major tournament... ...remain in with a chance here. You can imagine the scenes in Helsinki. Such excitement whenever a nation gets to be involved in a major tournament for the first time. And to be up against one of their neighbours in Russia would have added a whole extra dimension to this as well. They thought they had the perfect start, Puyin Paulo's early brilliant header, correctly disallowed by Viejo for offside. And then that Morancha goal just before the break, making this a difficult battle. And this is where they'll really be missing Tim Sparv, their captain, their leader. Who has been ruled out of this game because of a, a knee injury? Right out of the, the starting eleven anyway, he isn't officially available on the bench. As Zuba takes it down. That's brilliant from Zuba inside the center circle. Moranchuk rolling the ball in front of Golovin into the penalty area, tries to shoot, and he can't get it on target. It's hooked wide. What an opportunity for Russia to get that second goal they so desperately crave.
1: Yeah, Zuba, great bit of hold up play on the halfway lane. And it's a lovely ball, but he, if you actually look at his shot, he scuffs it slightly, he drags it. And it's like slow motion watching it as it goes past the post, the goalkeeper dies. But I think he knows it's just going to go Wade. What a good opportunity. There's
0: Maladinov looking for his first ever international goal. 1-0 Russia. It remains. Just seeing the uh, the graph showing the, the the touches that the different players get in the game. Timur Puki has had one touch inside. The Russian penalty area, which sums up, you know, Norwich City fans know what a goal scorer he is, but one touch in the penalty area, they've got to do better than that in terms of providing a supply line to him. They still have plenty of time, 25 minutes to go in the game.
1: Well, I think, kind of, because they've got three points in the bag, they, they're not going to get themselves stretched to think we've got to beat Russia. Yes, it's, it's a great incentive to qualify, which I'm so, they might as well go for it a bit, because they've got the three points. Um... But it's not in the way they play, it's not in their makeup. It's, they don't play an attacking game, they always play you know five at the back, very cautious, counter-attacking football. Change for Finland. Yuni Kaukko is on in place of Rasmus
0: Schuler, Schuler who was in the team for his 50th cap because of the injury to Tim Sparv. So fresh legs into the midfield now. Kalko who plays his club football in the second tier in Denmark with Esberg. He's another who's never scored an international goal, but Finland need a goal now, and at least he will give them a bit of refreshed energy in the midfield.
1: Yeah, yes, it's, uh, yeah, the manager must be thinking, no disrespect, but Russia are very ordinary, you know, they're not a special team, they're not Belgium, put it that way. So, uh, be thinking, let's go for it a bit more. Absolutely, yeah, well, they might
0: get a chance here, breaking through the midfield is the new man who's just come on, Kauko and his first shot is blazed over the top, he had no time to settle into the game but that's a good signal of intent surging towards the Russia penalty area he cut back on his left boot and it's a wild swing at the ball and way off target in the end that could have been the perfect introduction for him what a start that would have been what a substitution
1: <laughs> the manager would have got new contracts through that uh, I don't see why they can't I've got to say I, I think Russia's very ordinary there. there's nothing special about them and they're there really if you want to get a result
0: just a delay in play here Jikaia is the latest Russian to be in need of some treatment, which will lead to a bit of a delay here. Russia have only reached the knockout stages once since the dissolution of the USSR. That's when they reached the semi-final of Euro 2008. Tishkaya receiving some treatment, and they will hope that they don't need to make any further changes because we're looking at having a completely different back four to the uh, defense that started the opening game. Should he have to go off? Russia with the one 0 lead scored by Alexei Moranchuk. A reminder that once this game is over and there's 25 or so minutes by the time the stoppages are added on to go here, it will be the build-up to the big one for Wales in Baku, Azerbaijan. Turkey are the opponents. Turkey, who, to be fair, didn't uh, didn't look any great shakes in that opening game against against Italy last Friday, Chris. But presumably they'll
1: be better today. Well, how do you see Wales getting on? Do you think? I think it's going to be a difficult game. I think Turkey. Uh Uh, well, Italy are a form team Italy just come out the blocks and uh, Turkey couldn't live with them but Turkey will show a lot more they've got a lot of support there it's very warm Uh, but uh, yeah, you'd see a better performance by Turkey but saying that, of, you know when you get a good Hayden in your first game like they did against Italy confidence will be low they'll be very nervous because they know if they lose this, they're out it's okay to continue after
0: that treatment he's... uh waving to the referee to be allowed back on Finland play on for the moment they're breaking out of the midfield with Robin Lode to his left hand side glenn kamara and that's a decent ball up to temu puki who's just outside the russian penalty area baron of the defender near him back from puki asking a lot of your own Yronin. your own is great to get onto it now back into puki shooting position on the edge of the penalty area but he just didn't have the room to pull the trigger he's kept it alive with kamara on the left hand side four white shirts in the penalty area the cross comes in it's too high for all of them and it will be kept in play by Rytala on the right hand side now can he deliver a decent cross? not a bad effort but headed away by Jikaia who's clearly hobbling down there he's the player who's had the treatment Who's been ruled fit to play on, but he's not running comfortably. He's just kind of—he's he's, he's kind of running like a duck, you know that kind of way. Just kind of waddling along down there. Sorry, Chris. No, no play on your name, by the way. As the ball comes in from the left-hand side, and it's headed away towards shot to see on the edge of the penalty area. Now Kamara trying to get it on to his right boot on the edge of the penalty area. He's looking up to see what was on. A succession of step overs. He took his eye off the ball. It was supposed to be a step over. Prodded the ball forward, and Russia were able to capitalise and clear the ball away. Good
1: spell though for Finland to push Russia back. Uh, Russia who put a lot of energy in that first half are starting to feel the pace a bit now and Finland's grown in confidence Finland nil, Russia 1 can Finland
0: get the goal that might set up a very exciting finish here if Russia were dragged back to 1-1 they'd really have to go for it themselves having lost that opening game against Belgium this has become must win with Denmark to come here's Spooky on the edge of the penalty area first touch was a little bit heavy showed too much of the ball to Barinov and Russia are able to clear it away up towards Big Zuba who wins it in the air. Of course he does. He's winning everything in the air today. Moranchuk rolls it back to the feet of Juba. Three on two if they're quick enough now. Juba looks up, rolls it across the penalty area. Kuzhaev this can win it. Brilliant save by Radatsky. Down to his left-hand side. That is why he is so well regarded in Finland. The goalkeeper has made a crucial save to keep this
1: game at 1-0. Kusajaf did everything right, really. He stops it, doesn't panic. Rolls it with the top of his foot, just rolls the ball with studs. Picks his spot. Maybe a bit more pace on it, it goes in. But it's about a couple of yards inside the, the post. But the keeper great save with his left hand
0: doesn't have a clean view of it either one of his defenders is obscuring the view and he still gets down to push it out away from this corner which russia will take on the right hand side juba was very influential in the build-up of that here comes the cross played in with a lot of power and in the end gathered by the goalkeeper radetsky juba proves that he is still the danger man he was involved in setting up the goal for Moranchuk.
1: And he very nearly set up a. Well, he's a presence, Connor, isn't he? Let's be honest, six foot five, and he knows how he use that frame very well. Uh, you know, he's not going to run in behind, but he links the play up very well for them. And as I say, I don't think they do it enough from the right areas. They don't put up balls in the box for. Finland have it, not quite throwing the kitchen sink at it yet,
0: but they might have to soon. Might as well gamble in these tournaments and trying to get the equaliser. There's Puki tries to get onto a through ball right down the middle of the pitch, and it was an important hook away by Divaev. Otherwise Temo Puki would have been in.
1: Well it's poor defending the three centre so or stood round Puki in. There's Kuka
0: just onto the D, fancies a shot again. And good defending by Zobnin to get his body in the way. And Russia able to block this great energy being shown here by Finland, but now they'll be frustrated. It's going to be a free kick. I think a handball near the center circle and a free kick to Russia.
1: Yeah, hard ball, but it's a bit harsh really.
0: His hands are right in, in front of his yeah, stomach. Yeah, he can't, he can't get out has of has the he way. It's come, it's come from two inches away at him. Anyway, you're playing Russia in Russia. You're not going to get many of those little things going your way. If you're just joining our coverage on Five Live, right at the beginning of this game, Finland had a goal disallowed by VAO. That could have changed things considerably. 1 0 they trail for the moment. Nice strike by Alexei Maranchuk. Russia hoping it'll be enough to bring them. To their first win of the tournament. And it's just over a quarter of an hour of normal time to play. Baranchuk, the goal scorer, just outside the penalty area. Left hand side as Russia come forward. He's got Golovin alongside him. Left foot across, low into the middle, and cleared away by Ari Juri, who's doing well with the captain's armband on for Finland. Filling in for the absent Tim Sparv. Finland need a spark here, they need something. I would imagine. And they are now preparing a double change to try and just give a little bit of fresh vigour and something for their supporters to cheer in these closing stages. First man to go off is the white wing-back, And Vitala. In place of him is Puru Soiri, who plays in Denmark with Eschberg as well. So he will come on change being prepared at the moment I think it's Lapanainen Lassie Lapanainen will come on up, this is interesting Temu Puki, the Norwich City striker Finland's top goal scorer in the squad is replaced and it's the Montreal forward, he played under Thierry Henry in Canada last year Lassie Lapanainen, he is on to lead the line now with Pojan Paula. what do you make of
1: that Chris? very surprised, I thought uh, Puki was covering the game a lot more and uh, he was carrying a threat but uh, they've obviously the coaches saw something in it uh, surprised yeah, That is a surprise to take off your your top scorer I mean
0: he is the man you look at the goals that have been scored by Finland through the qualifying he scored 10 of the 16 that they were able to deliver they won't have him for this crucial last quarter of an hour now in St. Petersburg Alexei Moranchuk's goal just before half time separates the teams Poyampalo throws himself into a challenge and he's committed a foul there and Jishkaya, and that's going to be a free kick to Russia, bang on the halfway line. Paulian Paolo stands and looks at the referee, and uh, I didn't touch him, ref got away, but
1: poor old Jishkaya wriggling in agony on the ground, and he certainly did touch him. Yeah, he did, it's a foul, can't get away from that. And the way the referee was first half, he, he got the yellow out pretty quick on challenges like that. Mm. It was the
0: standing leg of Jishkaya that was cut, which is always a worry when it's the the foot that's planted in the turf and that's the one that gets dragged in the challenge. Zizhkaya who had received some lengthy treatment only a few minutes ago. They're beginning to, to run low on defenders now. Mario Fernandez has been taken off injured in this game. Yuri Zhirkov was taken off injured and out for the tournament in the last game. They won't want to lose Jishkaya. They play on with 10 men for the moment to the Russians. Jishkaya now back of the pitch. He was, he was hobbling and waddling before. He's He's now <laughs> up-skipping and jumping down there, but he's made a tough stuff. The Krasnodar player, sorry, the Spartak Moscow player, he will uh, he will want to see this through to the bitter end. Finland 0 Russia 1. And my clock, 13 minutes to go. Header flicked on by Juba, but it goes out of
1: play for a throw-in to Finland. This one, they've come off the pace a bit, it's a bit scrappy and as I say, Finland really don't like coming out and pressing teams and... Forcing teams back, they like to play on the counter attack, and uh, but Russia have come definitely come off the pace and been more organised second half defensively.
0: Paulo jumping for the ball on a halfway line, Kamara then is beaten to it by Zinadinov. Test for the ankles of Tkachev as he plays it back in infield to Divev. I've got the Feeling Russia. Would certainly just take this one-goal lead now. They would love this all to be over and go into that final group game still with a chance of, of winning the group in its entirety. Kuzhvayev rolls it back to Safonov. Only his second ever cap made his debut in a warm-up game to this tournament. What a progression that has been for Matvoy Safonov. Here is Jamal Adinov. back to the halfway line again. Dimitri Barinov. Russia just need to hold the ball now. Need to take some of the fizz out of this game. Need to dampen some of the enthusiasm of Finland's attempts to get an equaliser. That's a nice play. Golovin has worked a 1-2 on the halfway line. And he now breaks into the Finland half. He's got Kujaev available on the left-hand side. Juba comes out towards the corner flag on the left. Uses his significant frame to hold off Arajuri. Golovin now will roll it back to Djekaia once again. And Finland... Can't
1: get a kick in yeah, the moment. They're doing the right thing, Russia. Oh, always saying that gives it away straight away. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're doing the right thing. They're making Finland chase. Uh, they don't want to. Uh, Russia's got obviously got that goal advantage, so they just, just keep possession.
0: Clock ticks on just over eleven minutes of normal time to play. From Kamara into Yuna Toivio. There's an injury down in the build-up to this game with a toe problem. They kept him out of training this week, but he's up through the first 80 minutes here so far. Daniel Oshakrasi helps it back to the goalkeeper Radetsky and gives it back to Oshakrasi once again. Finland trying to come through the midfield. Russia's chance to drop deep now and try to hold firm. Soiri. Recently on the pitch as a substitute. Cuts in from right wing back. Oh, this is decent play. They've worked it to Lapanainen. He's cross on the right-hand side. Hits the first defender. Not the best delivery and a good opportunity goes to waste. Yeah, he has on the break. Oh, Trying to come forward with Jamal Adinov and some desperate defending from Finland, but they managed to hold him at bay. Play on, says the referee. Russian player has gone down. It's Jamal Adinov. He feels he's been struck at the face there. Referee had no time for that. Danny Michele of the Netherlands. So temporarily here in Russia playing with 10. Shemal Adinov slow to get back up to his feet. But he is now back up and back into position. 11 men behind the ball for Russia. Is there to be a grand slam finish to this game in St. Petersburg in Group B? Wales against Turkey to come from Baku at 5 o'clock here on 5 Live. Italy, Switzerland later on tonight as this festival of football continues. Camera with a crossfield ball to Soyri on the right hand side. Now, can he deliver something dangerous into the penalty area? Does a step over, makes a burst towards the byline. Back to Toivo. Here comes the cross. It was in behind Lapenainen and Russia able to clear away and the quality. Of the distribution into the box has not been good enough for Finland in this second half but it's not over yet 10 minutes to go here but we've got to break away and go to Baku because the all-important team uses in Turkey against Wales here's Rob Phillips
1: yes and the big news for Wales is that they are unchanged in the side that drew with Switzerland so it's warding goals Connor Roberts, Chris Meppham, Joe Roden, Ben Davis at the back Joe Morel
2: and Joe Allen. Aaron Ramsey will play in front of those two. And up front, Gareth Bale, Dan James,
1: and Saturday's goal scorer, Kiefer Moore. Turkey make two changes. Leicester City's changes. Under comes in, as does Khan Ayhan. So they'll line up with Jakir in goal. Celik Ayhan, Soyuncu, and Merash at the back. Yokoslu and Tuvan. Karaman Under and Shaniloglu. And up front, their captain. Burak
0: Thanks very much to Rob Phillips. Looking forward to listening to Rob and Nathan Blake on our Turkey against Wales commentary coming up at five o'clock here on Five Live. That is going to be a great noise in Baku. Uh, very, I'm being told there's a, a large number of Turkish fans are going to be in. It's going to very
1: much feel like a game away from home from Wales, but unchanged. Chris, well, he's got confidence in that side. Um, the wonder, quite a bit of pressure at times from Switzerland, aren't Switzerland had some good chances, but uh, they showed good spirit. And uh, it was a great point.
0: Chingiz who came on as a, a substitute in their opening game against Italy, the the guy who's been on loan at Leicester City from Roma this season, is in from the start for the Turks. That all starts at five o'clock here on Five Live. This is the early kickoff, though the two p.m. start in St. Petersburg, Finland against Russia. Russia hoping that they are now just minutes away from their opening victory and opening points of the tournament. They lead Finland by the goal to nil. That goal scored right at the end of the first half. By Alexei Moranchuk, But Finland are not giving up. Can they snatch a bit of Euro 2020 magic? We mentioned earlier, Chris, it's
1: a tournament that has featured a lot of late goals. Yes, it has. Uh, Saying this comes in, concentration levels fall. And uh, you can see, uh, you've got to see it through properly. And uh, a lot of teams have struggled to do that. Kalibayev
0: clears away for Russia. And Juba had come back from an offside position. So that's got to be a free kick to finland now surely they they pump it forward it's taken short though soyri on the right hand side back infield to jona toivo soyri gets on the ball again high press from russia though will force finland back to toivo inside his own half and force a mistake as he clears the ball away and straight to jika russia get it back juba down off his chest hooks it forward with his right boot header won by Toivo for finland camera wins it in the at midfield but Kalko is a judge to have committed a foul foul on Roman Zobnin and that's going to be a free
1: kick to Russia they'll take their time over this they'll try to run the clock down a little bit yeah they will I don't think it was a free kick personally but um, they've got it they're not going to rush as you say and they're going to make two substitutions yeah Russia
0: making two changes Finland are making a change as well both teams are bringing on their number nines so first of all for Russia Alexander Sobolev of Spartak Moscow is going to come on and he will replace Karavayev, you know this is interesting in the opening game Russia took off the substitute Cherishov came on and went off again and well, actually there's some dispute about it uh, he he thought he was going off he had left the field there Karavayev but maybe it's not him who's going off we'll come back and clarify that in in just a moment bit of confusion in St. Petersburg anyway I can tell you that Finland have made their change they're bringing on Frederick Jensen who's a striker and they're taking off a central defender, so they're absolutely going for it here. As Russia decide to take off big Artem Juba. I'm surprised with that, Chris. His height, even in defence, he would have yes, thought you want him. Said
1: pieces, yeah. I can see that. Unless he's really feeling the pace and they've, they've asked him the question. But uh, most players do not let like to come off. And so um, they've made that change. Jensen on for Toyvio.
0: We've got uh, Sobolev on for Juba. So that's one big, tall striker on for another. And Sobolev. And score the winner against Bulgaria in a warm-up game last week uh, friendly, he scored it from the penalty spot and the other change is the fresh-faced youngster Maxim Mukhin who also come out late against Belgium and he's given a late cameo here in St. Petersburg, young player teenager, 19 years of age and he's given more big-time major tournament experience here to try and keep Finland at bay 1-0 to Russia
1: 5 minutes of normal time to go, Chris Waddle yeah, Russia have seen it through so far, as you say, five minutes. Um, I think they've managed the second half a lot better. First half they were, you could say they were under pressure. They needed that goal, they got it. And second half, they've played more relaxed. Um, all right, not created a lot of chances, which is a concern for them. But uh, as a team, they've uh, more composed on the ball. Ranship by the
0: way, is the player who's gone off. The goal scorer for Russia today. He's made way for the arrival of Maxim Mukin. Only one cap to his name when this squad was announced. And we'll be hoping that he can continue to play on in the tournament as Russia are headed for their first win. This sets them up nicely for progression to the knockout stages with the final group game to come in Copenhagen against Denmark on Monday. Recovered from that very tricky game against Belgium. Russia will feel that their tournament is really <laughs> kick-starting today and Drekke clears it away for Finland it's not over yet this one, four minutes of normal time to play Golovin controls Jamaladinov. now substituted came on Nukin who's operating in the anchor role in the midfield, young player, central midfield player a bit of the Billy Gilmore about him, the Scotland player comes with Chelsea as the ball is cleared away on the far side back to Dveev and Rushov. just got to see this through now, low ball to the feet of Nukin He'll turn and put in a bit of acceleration. That's a great ball out to the left wing to Kujaev. Good player Mukin, for the teenager. Kujaev helps it on down that left wing to Golovin. Turns at a sixpence, rolls it back again. Kujaev's cross will hang in the air. And then it's headed down by Fiddle, defender at the far post. You rode in. It set up for just a moment. But it wouldn't sit up for Zoblin sufficiently. And his volley in the end is ugly and skewed and scuffed and too high.
1: Yeah, again, lack of composure. It's not the best, is it? And uh, well, you, you've got to think now, Finland looked a little bit physically tired as well, and uh, you would think has done enough to get over the line, but still not convincing. Uh, they've still got work to do if they want to get through.
0: Reminder, just over an hour from now, we've got Turkey against Wales. Wales have named an unchanged team from their draw against Switzerland. It means another start for Kiefer Moore. Two changes for Turkey. Ayan and Under have come into their team. will be... Doing all the build-up to that in Baku very shortly here on 5 Live with just two and a half minutes of normal time remaining. A late yellow card about to be shown in St. Petersburg by the referee Danny Mikhaili, And he shows that yellow card to Georgi Jikaya, the Russian central defender who's been through the wars in this game. But he won't feel the pain in the dressing room afterwards if they hold on for their first win of the tournament. They are very close to it now, Russia. However, free kick here, attacking free kick for Finland. He was actually unlucky there, that challenge, I thought. Very unlucky. Stoppage time. Four minutes and on. Robin Lode stands over this. Jensen a good target, the striker has just come on. Headed though, up into the air by Sobolev. Doesn't fully clear though. Chance and it comes in. Off. ariuri and he can't keep the header down. It lands on the roof of the net. It's the best chance for Finland in some time. It was a real defender's header though. It was never going down to the target. It was always looping up.
1: He just couldn't get above it. Could he direct on the target or get any power? He's really reaching for it. He's trying to head it on, on to the target, but it's high. Well over the ball. Finland, Neil, Russia Ward. They have
0: had a few chances today. Not too many, Finland, but they have had a few disappointed they know that Russia aren't any great shakes but at the moment Finland heading for defeat in St. Petersburg they will still remain in contention the group that opening win against Denmark ensures that that going into the the final game on Monday they'll still be in it but the bad news for Finland is that final game is against Belgium
1: yeah but before the tournament I think if anybody said you'd win three points and run Russia close uh, they may think a draw might be enough. So, they're hard to break down.
0: A bit of time being wasted here. Russia running down the clock in injury time. Stanislav Tchetshev, the coach. Just waiting for this one to be to be all over. It's Baranov, the player who's down on the ground. We're going to have to need some treatment for him before the resumption of this stoppage time at the end of the game. Russia almost there. Is there to be one last chance for Finland? If there is, can it fall to Joël Paolo, their striker, who scored the winner against Denmark, who thought he had scored in this game, but has been denied by VAR. Confirmation that Daniel Oshoknessy picked up the, the yellow card for the challenge that has led to this late injury. It's uh, Alexander Sobolev is the player who's down. He'd only recently come on as a substitute. He's the player who's down and now been slowly helped back to his feet. So Turkey against Wales coming at five o'clock here on Five Live Italy against Switzerland at eight. Don't forget all the news interviews and analysis every day on the Daily Euros podcast. As prepare for play to get back underway here in St. Petersburg. The final flush of action now. Sobolev continues to receive treatment off the side of the pitch. He's got a bloody nose. They've stuffed a bit of tissue paper up that to try and stem the flow. There is now five minutes in total been added on for stoppages of which we've already played 60 seconds of that so play back underway Russia temporarily down to 10 man can this be a late opportunity for Finland they're working on getting Sobolev back of the pitch as soon as possible no time to waste for Finland Hedrecki balls it out under to Glenn Kamara who's now playing in defense he's playing there since Torvio has gone off to allow Jensen on Kamara's had to drop deeper he's on the ball at the moment wearing the blue boots Passes to his left hand side to Daniel O'Shotnessy. All the Finnish teammates are forward, but they've got to get it up to him. Here is Kamara. Being, this is really good pressure from Russia. They're not allowing the two central defenders the time to plant the ball forward. O'Shoknessy well, will try and do so now, but he was rushed in doing so. Jensen jumps in the air. Beaten by Diveev. He's done very well there. Chance of a counter-attack for Russia. Can they finish this game off in stoppage time right at the very end? Golovin. That's clever. Rather than make a burst forward, he's taken a safe pass back to Kujaev. Kujayev now comes forward himself and works it back to Golobid on the left-hand side. Now, does he want to cross here? Does he want to go towards the corner flag? He gives it back to Kujaev, into the middle, and they almost managed to work a chance for Sobolev.
1: Oh, Choknesi is there to clear away for Finland. That was good play by Russia. Patience, um, nice weight on passes, keeping possession, keeping the ball away from Finland, and the final ball again, just let them down. Finland really went for
0: it there. They had sent everyone up into attack apart from Kamara and Oshoknesi and then when Russia counterattacks they were very thin on the ground but 1-0 it remains for now. Kujaev takes his time over the throw and this is all running the clock down. Sends it towards the corner flag, Sobolev on the left-hand side, back of the pitch having recovered from that injury. Good ball, into Jamal this could finish it, but he's too high. He puts the right-footed shot into the stands, the goal for a moment was at his mercy. That could have finished it all off there.
1: Well he's got, for me, he's got to hit the target and a lot of people say he should score. He's done everything right, dropped the shoulder, got himself a nice bit of space to get onto his right foot. He's, what, nine yards out? Just hit the target at least.
0: Well, it has been a game in which Russia ultimately are so pleased they got that goal in the six minutes that were added on for stoppages at the end of the first half. Moranchuk's goal is proving so, so valuable because they have not been able to add another. It's a game which overall Russia have dominated in terms of possession and territory. Difficult circumstances, of course, for Finland. It was always going to be, not only that you're playing Russia in Russia, but after the emotional toil of everything that happened with Christian Eriksson in their game at Denmark at the weekend, there was always going to be, you know, a, a distraction of nothing else for Finland in the build-up to this game for that. This was, this was always a tough assignment, and yet here we are, stoppage time at the end, and they're still within a goal of Russia, and that's what they hope. They still hope that something could be in this, a chance to come forward now with uh, Soiri, right-hand side. He's got Lapanainen with him. Now a ball infield just in front of the D to Koko. One of the substitutes who came on. He tried to scoop it into the box but couldn't pick out a teammate. And it runs through to Safonov. Was that to be
1: Finland's last chance? Well, it's let them down the day, hasn't it? When they have had good possession, in good positions, when they've had that counter-attack, it has let them down, that final ball. You cannot really say they've had open goals where you thought how you missed that. Um, so, that's obviously let them down. And they're very tired now, you can see the way they moving. Yeah, there won't be much more than 60
0: seconds to go here ball played forward to Alexander Sobolev just too far in front of him it's become a very open ragged end to the game with Finland throwing the kitchen sink at one end and leaving huge gaps at the other and Kamara now with what is surely the last chance hoists it forward, a Hail Mary ball is flicked on by Poyan Paolo Jensen can't get a touch on the edge of the tee, then it doesn't fall for Poyan Paolo the second time Russia should clear away but hang on are they going to get a free kick here the play has been held up Barinov is down holding his face I'm not sure if it is a free kick I think the referee has just stopped play because it's a head injury it was Ariuri jumping in the air does his elbow collide with Barinov I think that is yes he's received that on the jaw an elbow into the jaw Barinov is down the referee hadn't spotted at the time and presumably play is going to resume with a drop ball but Finland it appears are out of time here we have played the allotted uh, injury time, the final whistle hasn't blown yet, but surely any second
1: Yeah, I think Finland have given a good account themselves again, but uh, very well organised uh, look look dangerous on the counter-attack, but I think when they go a goal down and teams start to sit back a little bit I don't think they've got a plan B, I don't think they can come with teams uh, and push teams back they are built on counter-attack football and maybe set pieces to an extent uh, Russia are hoping as uh, Baronoff gets the
0: smelling salts to try and spark him back into life, they are hoping that This tournament, which started on a disappointing note, the 3-0 defeat to Belgium on Saturday. Uh, Things can only get better, the improvements with Moranchuk's goal on the verge of giving them a first win of the tournament here. And they will go into the final game against Denmark in Copenhagen, knowing that the chance of going through to the knockout stages is still very much in their own hands. Baranov has had to leave the field. It's been a physical game. It's two teams who have walloped into each other for 90 minutes. It's not been the highest quality match either, Chris Waddle, but two teams who've been full of determination. No,
1: yeah, listen, I hope for it. Um, we've heard the history. Um, we knew it was good. It'll be a bit fiery at times. So, yeah, they've both, you know, they've both went for it. There's a lot of tired legs out there now.
0: Still, we play on. We've played over seven minutes now of stoppage time, and Finland. Hoping that there's still enough on this clock for them to get one last chance Robin Lode takes a throw in on the far side, back to Den Kamara. the referee puts the whistle to his mouth and that is it It's a win for Russia, their first of this tournament Finland in over a century now have still not been able to beat their neighbors And the man of the moment is Alexei Moranchuk. a very well-taken goal, the highlight of the game. And Finland, after their opening win against Denmark, now lose in St. Petersburg.
2: A bounce-back for Russia after losing 3-0 to Belgium. They have won 1-0 over Finland. Both teams now at 1 0 1. Good morning, everyone. I'm Matthew Cause. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. So here's what we got coming up today at noon Turkey versus Wales. Turkey, also, they're going to need to bounce back from a 3 0 loss to Italy. Wales, they get a win today, and the odds are they'll be headed to the last 16. Then at 3 p.m., it's Italy and Switzerland. Italy looking at keeping their hot streak alive. A win today moves their win total to 10 in a row. You got Andy Petrillo, Gareth Wheeler joining me throughout the day that's all coming up on tsn radio the official home of euro 2020 champions live here